And welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate program number 1187. My name is Fritz Fister. I'm with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. Thank you for sharing your time with me on this chilly winter morning. No, it's fall. Okay. You know, we're going to talk about the uh, current trends in the uh, local housing market today. We're also going to take a uh, look at sales in the Pleasant Plains School District today. And if you think your property taxes are too high, You'll want to stay tuned to today's program. Uh, following the uh, weekly observations, we will certainly have the phone lines open for you at 217-629-7970. If I may please remind you, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I don't own Remax. I'm not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or a financial planner. So the opinions I share with you are those from real life experiences serving families just like yours in this very market as a full-time realtor since 1987. Let's thank our sponsors for this half hour of the program. Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing. When you have a plumbing problem, it's writings to the rescue. And Leader One Mortgage Lender, the only mortgage lender with the $5,000 guarantee for home sellers if the loan doesn't close on time from a buyer approved by Leader One. That's uh, quite a deal there. So if you are going out to get a pre-approval letter, why not have one that gives the seller that you're trying to purchase a guarantee? where they'll get $5,000 if you don't close on time. That sounds like an incentive. Hey, good morning to my sister Mending out in Cumberland, Maryland. My son Sam in Washington, D.C. Of course, Sam comes out <laughs> for business, and then he was scheduled to drive back uh, on the day that it snowed. And he had to delay a day, of course. And good morning to my son Josh, his wife Ashley, and my grandchildren Kenzie and Weston in North Carolina, listening live on WMAY.com. Hey, I want to just give a quick shout-out to the American Legion Post out in Chatham for an absolutely wonderful uh, Veterans Day uh, ceremony. Uh, also to the uh, Chatham VFW uh, for their hospitality on Veterans Day. It's one of my favorite. There's just nothing like small-town America celebrating those national holidays. And I also want to say uh, thanks to everybody that participated in the uh, parade in downtown Springfield. I actually got to go this year because normally I'm participating in the uh, festivities out in Chatham, and they usually are at the same time. But since Veterans Day fell on a Sunday, I was able to go to the Monday parade. It was wonderful seeing those uh, veterans in the parade. Also, I want to take a moment to say thank you. This is Thanksgiving coming up, and very seldom. Do we hear thank you enough? And my wife, Christy, and I just want to say thank you uh, for all the blessings of being able to serve you over the years. Now in my 32nd year of uh, as a full-time realtor, it'll be 32 years on March 1st, heading into my 33rd year. But uh, without you uh, listening to this program and utilizing our services and recommending your family and friends to our service, we wouldn't be able to uh, have the success that we have for the people that we have. And 
We don't take anybody for granted, and we just want to take a moment to say thank you and wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving, a safe and and prosperous one, and uh, we hope that uh, you have a, a great holiday season. That's from Fritz and Christy Fister of Remax Professionals. Well, it's time for your weekly observations being brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road, south of the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. If you want to get Dad something really great for Christmas, stop by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting and look at their big green eggs, their Weber grills. They have a wide variety of the top-of-the-line uh, outdoor grills. And if Dad's in need of a new grill, now's the time to buy it. They have them all deeply discounted. So stop by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting the Store of Distinction and make Dad's Christmas a great one this year. Here's your weekly observations for this November the 17th, 2018, and it's titled, How Are You Enjoying Winter This Fall? Many home sellers have the same feeling. You know, the clock's ticking for 2018. Closed uh, home sales so far this year are down by 122 from the same time last year. Number of homes reported under contract are also down. Now, it appears the local housing market is on track to finish the year with 100 to 150 fewer home sales than in 2017, which would make it the fewest home sales since either 2013 or 2014. With the Dodd-Frank laws uh, still having an impact on the time that it takes to close a sale from the time you get your contract, the next two weeks will be it for those who want to close in 2018 if you're not under contract. You know, those sellers with, that uh, are fortunate enough to get a cash buyer or a conventional uh, financed buyer uh, who go under contract the next two weeks will have a really good chance of getting closed before the end of the year. Uh, however, those who receive offers from buyers with FHA, VA, or rural housing, you got about a 50-50 shot you can get it closed this year, but most likely in 2019. They just take a little bit longer, that's all. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I shared my report on home sales close uh, that were listed over uh, $350,000. A remarkable 22.14% sold for less than the seller paid for their home when they bought them. And that was up to 18 years ago. Now, this is the reason for most of the year I have shared with you, there has never been a better time to be an upper bracket home buyer. Now, Home sellers, however, should know that it's not just the upper bracket that's under pressure due to the weaker demand that we're having for homes this year. And now I want to give you three quick examples just from yesterday's hot sheet from closed sales. Now, the first one is an upper bracket one, but just to give you an example, uh, this home closed for $380,000. Now, the county had the fair market value at over $410,000, and the seller had paid $390,000, that's $10,000 more than they sold it for, nine years ago. But you know what? That's not bad considering some of the examples that I've shared with you uh, in the upper bracket where we've had sales, some of them hundreds of thousands of dollars below what the people paid for them. Now, the second example is a home that closed for $250,000 reported yesterday. The county had the fair market value at over $302,000. And the seller paid $279,000 eight and a half years ago. The third example is a home that closed for $111,500. Now, 
The county has a fair market value at over $133,000. And the seller paid $111,450 for the home 13 and a half years ago. So they sold for $50 more 13 and a half years later. Unbelievable. You know, because both examples of two and three, they were nice homes in nice neighborhoods. I know I showed both of them while serving my buyer clients. Sellers need to know the fewer buyers in the market is having an impact across the board, not just the upper bracket. More so in the upper bracket, but it's having an impact across the board. What is the purpose for me sharing this information? What is there to be learned? Well, I think there's two important lessons here. And I think it's beneficial to most people, if not all homeowners for sure. First, I think it's a buyer's market. As far as I'm concerned, you can disregard the lowest inventory on record. I don't care. I don't care about the time of year, the seasonal slowdown. Now is a great time to buy a home because you're going to get a good buy this time of year, number one. But as a side bonus, buying that home now, you're going to get it before interest rates go higher, and they will. Now, the second lesson to be learned impacts every homeowner regardless if you're selling or not. The fair market value the county has determined your home to be worth could be overvalued, right? Now, let's use example number two that sold for over $29,000 less than the seller had paid eight and a half years ago and that the county had assessed for over $52,000 more than it sold for. Now, in a perfect world, the buyer, you know, they can protest their taxes and have the fair market value lowered to their purchase price. And we just want to look and see what kind of impact that would have on their tax bill. Now, the county's probably not going to lower it to what you paid for it, but they'll probably give you a lot of it uh, because they're actually very fair down there on all the times I've gone down to help families protest. They've always been very fair. But here's on this one example. If they lowered it to the purchase price, which is $52,000 below what the county had it valued, uh, that would lower the assessed valuation by $15,600 and save that new owner $1,296 a year on their tax bill. See, it does have a big impact. Now, whether you own an upper bracket home or not, but especially if you do own an upper bracket home, when you receive your new assessment after the first of the year, I think they come out in February and March, sometimes April, you probably have a pretty solid case to protest your taxes. Now, that's kind of a good news, bad news scenario, isn't it? I honestly believe hundreds, if not thousands, of homeowners are due some relief from the assessor's office, and that's good news for those homeowners because they're going to save on their tax bill. However, the decline in revenue uh, to the county is bad news because the county needs the money to run. And I got to tell you, uh, Andy Goldman and uh, those folks at the county have done an excellent job of balancing their budget and making cuts where necessary. So, man, they've already trimmed the fat. So uh, that's not good news if he's got to pull out the carving knife again, does it? Well, if you believe you may have grounds to protest uh, your taxes, it would be my pleasure to meet with you, view your home, and give you my professional opinion if you have a case to protest or not. Some of you will, some of you won't. Of course, if you're in a situation where you need to sell, it would be my pleasure to meet with you, provide you with advice that will help you get sold, and together develop a plan to get that home sold. Now, 
how are you enjoying winter this fall? Now you know why the title to this week's observation includes Many Home Sellers Have the Same Feeling. Oh, and if you're looking to get a great buy on a home before interest rates go up, give me a call. We do that too. And that's this week's uh, weekly observation. My wife, Christy, and I wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. It's a tough market out there for sellers, but you know what? When it's tough for one side, it's good for the other. So it's not all bad. And that was your uh, weekly observations brought to you by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street, Frontage Road. Uh, phone lines are open at 217-629-7970 if you have any questions. I want to share a new listing with you. Being brought to you by our friends at Writings Plumbing. Unbelievable. The third time I've had to have writings out to my house in the last four weeks. John, you got to be loving me by now. <laughs> when they answered the phone, I said, hello, this is your favorite customer. <laughs> and they started laughing. What's, what's up now, Fritz? Well, I, uh, in order to escape the girls, they can have all three bathrooms upstairs. I don't care. We've got a fourth one in the basement. I lack my privacy. I went down and dog on it, the innards of the stool, the flapper on it's finally wore out. I said, okay, so I'll just go ahead and shut off the water to the stool, give writings a call, have them come out and replace it. Well, wouldn't you know it, <laughs> the shut off had a leak. Couldn't get it turned off where it wouldn't leak. So that became a real problem. The writings was right out there within a few hours. They got it all replaced. It was very reasonably priced. And uh, now I've got many years of use to look forward to in my own private bathroom. And you, too, can expect the same kind of service from our friends at Writings Plumbing. It's Writings to the Rescue, 544-6890. Here's the new listing. This is a whole duplex. This isn't just one side. This is a whole duplex. It sits at the corner of Oxford Road and Cardiff's on the northwest corner uh, in the Passfield Park West subdivision. This is a one owner. The owner had this custom built uh, and they did all the nice things to it, you know, all brick. Uh, and it's got private yards out each side because it sits on a corner. They, they drew up the plan very nicely. So if you're looking to buy a home and you want to be on the west side of Springfield and you can't afford a bazillion dollars, this is a great opportunity. Uh, the owner's side it needs some cosmetic updating, but it's as solid as a rock. Everything is functional. It's got an attached two-car garage. It's approximately 1,450 square feet with two bedrooms, two full bathrooms, big walk-in closet in the master bedroom, uh, fireplace in the living room, covered patio. And uh, the other side is a little bit smaller, probably around 1,250 square feet. And it's two bedrooms, two bathrooms also, and it's currently rented for $900 a month. Now, $900 a month would go a long way towards a Home purchase of $190,000. That's right. The whole duplex for just $190,000. Uh, the official address, if you want to search for it in the on the Internet, is 121 South Oxford in Springfield. And that's your new listing of the week. Brought to you by Writings Plumbing. Great folks. I got a couple best home buys of the week for you now. Being brought to you by Leader One Mortgage. Give Andrew Cornett a call, 553-1170. Have him get your pre-approval letter because it's a solid pre-approval. It's not a pre-qualification. He runs you through the underwriting process. They get you approved for the loan. All you got to do is come back with a contract and give us an address and a legal description, and we're off to the races. 
You give Andrew a call at 553-1170, and then you can purchase either one of these homes. Here's one that's out in Chatham at 101 Parkway Drive. 1,835 square feet, three-bedroom, two-bath ranch, fireplace, eat-in kitchen, tons of cabinets, tons of counter space. Uh, it's got a, an above-ground pool, but it's done so nicely. Uh, you can access uh, the beautiful deck off of the master bedroom directly to the pool, or you can go out the kitchen uh, to the patio area to access the pool. It has a nice storage shed out there for you, too. It has an attached two-and-a-half car garage. It's really a lovely home, and it's only being offered for $175,000. Oh, oh, come to think about it, speaking of Chatham, if you're looking to build in Chatham, I have the last lot listed that's available in the Sweetbriar subdivision. That's directly across, directly south of the middle school and the intermediate school right there at the light. And it's 100 by 150 feet. The seller says anybody who buys it and closes before the end of January, he would sell it for $40,000. That's $10,000 less than they paid for it five or six years ago. That is quite a deal. That's quite a Christmas present. Maybe you're not planning on building for a while. That's okay. Get the lot locked up, $40,000, and you'd be ready to go. So give me a call on that one, too. But here's your second best home buy of the week, and it's up in Grandview. <laughs> How about that guy up there that walked over and knocked out that uh, robber at Dairy Queen? Don't mess with the North Enders. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that really cracked me up. Uh 2145 Grandview Avenue. This uh, is the estate of Janice F. Bentley. She was the mayor of Grandview for decades. She was the mama bear of Grandview. And uh, her home is for sale. It's an all-brick ranch, 1,462 square feet. It's three bedrooms, one bath, large eating kitchen, and it sits on almost a double lot. Now, she filled in the uh, the attached one-car garage and, and made that into like a family room, bar room area. Uh, it needs some new flooring. Uh, it needs some uh, cosmetic up upgrading, but it's a solid, solid home. But you got enough room to build a three- or four-car garage on that lot. It is so big, and there's plenty of room to do it. There's a driveway on both sides of the house. It's uh, really a great value, only 79 dollars 79.4 for a 1,462-square-foot home on almost a double lot. And there's your best home buys of the week, brought to you by our friends at Leader One Mortgage. When we return after the news here at the bottom of the hour, we're going to uh, share with you the market uh, activity uh, report, have our weekly interest rate watch, and uh, the subdivision of the week this week is the Pleasant Plains School District. As you know, we've been going around the county. We started in Springfield, went out to Chatham and Rochester and Sherman last week, and now Pleasant Plains this week. So if you know anybody that lives in the Pleasant Plains School District and they want to know how their housing market's doing, they can tune in in about five minutes and they'll hear uh, how that market is performing. And you also want to tune in for the market activity update. I'm going to give you some information about new home construction in our market that might just be very surprising to you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
with news you can depend back to let's talk real estate sponsored by fritz fister of remax professionals depend on news talk 94.7 fm and 970 am wmay welcome back to the second half hour for this week's edition of let's talk real estate let's thank our sponsors for this half hour of the program shall we how about those people at Hillier Storage and Moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied van lines agent, moving the things you love. Slabjackers Construction, if your concrete has that sinking feeling, get all jacked up with Slabjackers. Bacon, termite, and pest control, they don't bug you, just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction, Landscaping, and Foundation Repair, they can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater. Give Pat Patterson a call at 691 691- 8555. Now, Pat uh, is out there. He can come out and look and diagnose how that water is getting into your foundation. And then he'll prescribe only what's necessary to stop that. He's not going to sell you a full meal deal unless you need a full meal deal. If you do, he's going to tell you. Kind of like me. I, you know, kind of the old bulls in the china shop uh, just comes out and tell you the way it is. But nine times out of ten, Pat tells me that people don't need the full meal deal. They're just doing a few things wrong, and he can help you out. 691-8555. You don't want that water in your foundation. It's time for your market activity report. Uh, right now, the inventory is at the lowest on record. 1,321 homes are listed for sale. But I guess that's all uh, relative when you consider that our demand is weaker than normal. Uh, 3,325 closed home sales so far this year. That's down 145 from uh, last year on this date, according to my records, 122 by the MLSs. So it's somewhere in between there. Uh, But one thing I wanted to share with you is about new construction uh, during this segment of uh, the market activity update. I shared with you for decades now on this program that the economy can't recover until housing recovers and neither can recover until the job market recovers. Does that make sense? And new construction is vitally important to any growing community because they create so many jobs, not just the contractors that build the home and all the tradesmen, the HVAC, electrical, uh, plumbing contractors, roofers, uh, garage door company, you name it. Not just that in the beginning, but once they build that home, then that leads to other jobs because the property is going to need to be landscaped. Uh, there's going to need to be appliances. And on and on it goes. Uh, new home construction is vitally important to job growth in any marketplace. And uh, being privy to some of the reports that have come out and are going to come out. We know that since the 2010, and I I apologize, I've been saying 2012, but 2010 census, the city of Springfield is down 3,600 people. Out in the county, uh, in the unincorporated areas of the county, we're down 3,800 people. That's 7,400 people, fewer people in the county, uh, not counting the villages. Now, some of them may have grown. uh, Some of them may have shrunk. We don't know. But the out-migration has just been uh, just a really a sad state of affairs now, isn't it? Because this is a great place to live with great people. But if you overtax people and they can go live somewhere else much more affordably, if they can afford to do it, they're going to do it. 
And as a result of all this, and let's flash back, shall we? Let's flash back to 2010 when the government, who knows all and knows best at the federal level, decided to pass these new green energy mandates upon home builders. And at the very same time that home prices uh, for existing homes uh, were fairly stable to declining a little bit, it all depends upon the seller's situation, the home builder got hammered because the cost of, uh, to build an 1,800-square-foot ranch went up anywhere between fifteen dollars and $20,000 just to meet the new government mandates for, from the EPA. Okay, so you got forced prices up on that new construction. People love to buy new homes. Would you rather buy a new car or a used car? Well, if the difference between the two is really minimal, you're going to buy the new one every time. And the same is true in housing. And so new home construction became under a great deal of pressure. In the years 2003 through 2007, the five years prior to uh, the housing collapse in 2008, we averaged in the RMLS, which counts three and a half county area, 350 new home sales a year. Now, that's just the spec homes that the builders were building. The guys that would go out on speculation and build a home because they had a really good chance that somebody was going to come along and buy it because their prices were close enough to the existing home prices that they had a chance of getting sold. 350 a year on average. That doesn't count all the people who went directly to a builder and built a contract home. That's just what was sold through the MLS. Then 2008 happened, and 2008 through 2012, that five-year time frame, the number of uh, spec homes being sold through the MLS went from 350 to 204, a 42% drop. Then in the subsequent five years, 2013 through 2017, it declined even further after, quote, a recovery, we were told was underway. And we went from 350, 2003 through 2007, to 204, 2008 and 2012, to 132, 2013 through 2017. And 17. That's a decline of 62.3% in spec home sales in the MLS. And believe you me, that's a ton of jobs. I don't have the most current uh, building permits from the city of Springfield, but this I can tell you. Last year uh, was the lowest on record. So hopefully we've hit bottom. We're going to bounce back from that. So I thought you would find it interesting to know what's going on in the new home construction market. In fact, I think we're down to one-third the number of home builders as we had back in 2007 today. So those guys are survivors. They know their trade. They know their skill. And if you have the opportunity to build a new home, by all means do so. You'll enjoy a new home, and you'll be helping the economy all at the same time. And that's this week's uh, market activity update brought to you by Slabjackers Construction. Don't let that sinking concrete loot cost you a sale. Call Chuck at 787-8252. He can come out at a fraction of the cost, raise that concrete up. 
so that it looks 100% better. It's not going to look new, but it'll look 100% better. Chuck at Slabjacker, 787-8252. Okay, time for your uh, weekly interest rate watch brought to you by Hillier Storage Moving. You buy that new home, you have Hillier move you in because you don't want anything to get damaged in that new home, right? So you got you call the guys that you can count on to do it right. Heal your storage and moving, moving the things you love, 525-8550. Well, the interest rates actually ticked down a little bit this week, but don't you worry. They're going to continue up. Uh, all eyes are on the Federal Reserve who said they will be raising interest rates most likely in December. Nobody knows what they'll do, but they've already pretty much said they're going to. The uh, 15-year rate uh, fell from 4.525 last week to 4.45, so that's down a little bit. And the 30-year rate fell from 5.05 to 5%. There's some out there where you can get 4.9, and there's some that have 5.1, so the average is around 5%. And then your VA, FHA, and USDA all fell, thank you, uh, from uh, 5% last week down to 4.875% this week. So that's one-eighth of a point. So not a, a big drop, but we'll take it. So uh, don't look that gift horse in the mouth. If you're thinking about buying a home sooner, it's, it's better than later. As far as interest rates are concerned, I absolutely guarantee you. And that's your interest rate watch on this uh, November the 17th, 2018. Now it's time for our weekly subdivision of the week and this week we're going out to the pleasant plains school district to see how they're doing you know and we did sherman williamsville last week and i just kind of wanted to compare those two they're similar in size um, probably uh, williamsville is a little bit bigger of the village itself uh, than pleasant plains is but pleasant plains covers a pretty wide geographical area uh, and this is Pleasant Plains School District. So it goes into the city limits of Springfield out on the northwest side of town. Currently, there's 28 homes that are currently for sale, single-family homes. And the median list price is $198,000. they have been on the market for 119 days on average. There are three attached homes. And their median list price is $216,000. And they've been on the market 109 days. Well... There were 22 single families up in Sherman and two uh, attached homes. So Pleasant Plains has got just a little bit more inventory available for you right now. Uh, the number of homes under contract, there's eight single family homes in Pleasant Plains School District under contract. And the median uh, list price of those was $211,950. They only averaged 40 days on the market. Now, that's... Uh, just one more than was sold pending up in, in Sherman, but the Sherman's two forty nine nine, so the median sale price was significantly higher. But so was the days on the market seventy nine compared to forty. Expired and withdrawn. There were twenty single family homes and four attached homes that did not sell that were listed in the last twelve months. The single family homes had a median list price of two hundred four nine fifty, one hundred and fifty nine days on the market. Compare that to. 18, pretty close to what was up in Sherman Williamsville. Now, sold and closed so far this year, single-family homes in the Pleasant Plains School District, 87 compared to 69 in Sherman Williamsville. Uh, the median uh, sa uh, sale price, half above, half below, $202,900.
and they averaged 70 days on the market. Uh, the attached homes, there were six. Uh, and the median sale price of the attached homes in the Pleasant Plains School District, 224700 And they only averaged 52 days on the market. Now, let's see how Pleasant Plains is faring so far this year as we've had this decline in demand and where uh, home sales are down. Well, last year on this date, there had been 69 single-family homes sold and closed, uh, whereas there's 87 this year. That's an increase of 18. And on smaller numbers, it sounds big, but it's 26% increase. So Pleasant Plains has done well as far as the number of sales. Now, the number of attached homes, there's only six this year. There's 13 last year, and that's down seven. So that's down 54%. So you put it all in the hopper and shake it up. Uh, there was an increase of 11 residential units uh, sold and closed over last year, which uh, is really good. So we know that Pleasant Plains isn't the reason why the number of home sales are down. Uh, and Sherman Williamsville, they were even. Let me flip over here. Rochester, uh, they were uh, actually uh, down, or they were up six home sales, or excuse me, seven home sales up 6%. Chatham schools were down by one sale. And uh, District 186 was down 55 sales or f by 4.8%. So next week, guess what? If you go around from Sherman Williamsville and you go to the Pleasant Plains School District, who's up next? You guessed it, the New Berlin School District. So we'll share with you how the New Berlin School District is faring uh, so far uh, this year compared to last year. And uh, your... Uh, Pleasant Plains School District Report today was brought to you by our friends at Bacon Termite and Pest Control. Give Bill and Kathy Bacon a call, if you would, please, 544-7566. And once again, I want to remind you, even if you're not buying or selling a home, uh, don't forget uh, to have your home inspected on a regular basis, at least annually, because uh, those termites, uh, we just have them in our areas. We've always shared with you. There's only three types of homes when it comes to termites. Homes that have had termites, homes that have termites, and homes that are going to have termites. So I recommend that you give Bill and Kathy a call at 544-7566 and get on a regular program with them where they come out and inspect annually uh, for uh, those wood-destroying insects. They can cause a lot of damage. It really... Uh, You'd be really surprised uh, how much it costs to, to repair uh, termite damage or other uh, wood-destroying insects. So Bill and Kathy Bacon, they're the, the people to call. All right, well, I'm going to share with you, if you're a home seller, the inventory is at a record low. So it's kind of a benefit to you uh, to be able to get out there in the winter where normally we say, hey, wait until spring. And the reason is, is because right now of those homes that are currently on the market, uh, they've been out there over uh, 90 days. So you've got kind of a uh, an inventory that's been viewed, haven't they? And they uh, these buyers that are out there, they're waiting for new listings to come to the market. So you've got a really good shot of getting sold now. Hello, you're on Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Fister. My radio down. I, I must have missed something. Uh, I've fallen into that category of about to sell. Okay. And, uh, I can see.
see what the market was doing by a neighbor of mine's house, which is a little nicer sold for what I paid for mine four years ago. Yep. And um, what would your suggestions be if I didn't have to sell? I mean, take my losses now and get out, or, or what do you think in the future recovery? Oh, well, that's, you know, that's a really good question. My crystal ball's in the shop. Who knows what's going to happen in the future for certain. Yeah. I don't have real form, warm, fuzzy feelings about it going forward, to be honest with you. Uh, I wouldn't, uh, if you don't have to sell and you're happy living here, which I am very happy living here, don't do anything. It's like stock. When the stock market drops 600 points in one day, you don't just run out and sell everything. You don't, well, true. You, you don't lose nothing unless you sell it. Yeah, I mean, do you see it getting much worse? Uh, I mean, once again, the crystal ball. Well, uh, you know, I've been given a lot of thought. I'm, I'm heading towards making my annual predictions, and, and I've, I've got mixed emotions about it. Uh, but I have to stand back and look at it objectively. I think we're going to have uh, a little uh, spurt of activity after the first of the year, uh, dependent upon, let's face it, 27% uh, of our workforce are state workers. God bless their hearts. And they're finally, finally going to get their back pay uh, that they're owed for three years. That's going to be a big influx of capital uh, into their pockets that a lot of them will probably spend here locally, right? And they, al and they also will be getting a new contract, won't they? Yes, they will. They've been tied up in negotiations for what, two, three years? Yeah. Yeah. So if they get a new contract, they get a raise in that, they get their back pay. They're going to be the most confident, happy people. Whenever you see somebody walking down the street, smiling, whistling, they're a state worker. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we should see, because I, I would suspect, now I have a lot of state employees that uh, are clients of mine. And uh, I can share with you, a lot of them have just been sitting on the sidelines to see how everything was going to pan out. So you're going to see a burst of activity from that section of the marketplace. The other 73%, I think they're going to sit back and wait and see what taxes are going to go up on them. The small business owners that I know are as nervous as can be. Um, they, they just know that it's coming. We got hit with a 40% uh, tax increase last year in 2017. Uh, we don't know if we're going to get any more income tax increases, but we're looking at gas taxes. We might be looking at mileage taxes. We might be looking at service taxes. We might be even looking at higher sales. So there's there's going to be uh, taxes going up. We know this. We just don't know what it's going to be, and that uncertainty kills the confidence of those small business owners, and those small business owners are responsible for 70% of all new hires. And if you don't have those small business owners hiring, you're not creating demand for housing now, are you? So which is it going to outweigh what? The happy state workers that finally are getting paid what they're due or the uncertain private sector? Now, you tell me. All right. Well, I guess that uh, kind of answered the question. <laughs> we got uncertainty is what we've got. Yeah. And yeah. so if you don't have to sell, you're happy living here. Let's meet up in one of the taverns and have a beer and do a high five. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been about a four-year thing since I've been a real estate uh, investor in this town, and I just kind of wasn't expecting things to go backwards. I uh, I truly, this has been such a solid, steady at a market, and I've got stacks and stacks of homes, uh, listings that I can share with you, especially in the upper bracket where people are selling for much less than they paid for their homes five, ten years. 
15, 18 years ago. It's just, it's a sad state of affairs, but it also tells you how bad they want to get out, too. Yeah, well, fortunately, I'm in a lower bracket, around a 140, so... Uh well, that's see, 100 to uh, 250 has been solid this year. 250 to 350 has been level. Uh, 350 up is where you're really getting beat up. So you yeah. may not be. Just give me a call. I'll come out and look at your home, and maybe we can time this thing where if you want to sell, bang, we'll hit it right. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. Make it a great day. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. Yeah, it's it's, you know, the one thing I promised you here. I don't want to be. Debbie Downer, Mr. Doom and Gloom. That's not it at all. You deserve to know the truth. And this is the only place you're going to get it because I guarantee you everybody else is going to be looking through rose-colored glasses and blowing smoke, and I don't do that. And as I shared with you in the weekly observations, if you have a need to sell, uh, just give me a call. I'll be happy to come out, and I tell you, I, I just— I just promise you, I'm going to tell you the way it is because you deserve to know what it is. If you don't know what the real market um, uh, situation is, how are you going to make good decisions? You can't. And it, and it frustrates me. Now, if, if you want to hire uh, an agent that will just come out and tell you what you want to hear, give me a call. I I know the people that can do that for you. Uh, my phone number is 652-SOLD. We'll be happy to uh, uh, send them out, and you got a 50-50 shot. Either you will sell or you won't. <laughs> it's the way it is. But this is the truth. Uh, I have much better opportunity to have success for you the first time around. I am very blessed by all the people that call me who have gone through the frustration of not being able to sell. And they call me, uh, I'm either the second or the third realtor in. And I am honored and blessed to go to work for you. And I'm happy to do that. But in all honesty, the odds of me being able to sell your home for the best you'll ever see is the first time around. Because the longer you're on the market, and you can take this to the bank, the longer you're on the market, the less valuable your home becomes. It's just that simple. That's a universal truth in the real estate industry. We are not in a rising market. We are seeing a decline in the number of home sales. The median sale price of $125,000 is up 1.6% this year, but that's misleading. All that action has happened between one hundred and two hundred thousand. dollars You ask those people who have sold a home over $350,000. Twenty-two. One out of every four to five sellers over three hundred fifty thousand sold for less than they paid for their home, and a lot of them have been in there five, ten, fifteen years, and a lot of them spent tens of thousands of dollars improving their homes. So, it's not always as it appears. It's never as bad as it appears. It's never as good as it appears. It's always somewhere in the middle, and that's uh, what I'm here for: is to help. Uh, guide you to a successful sale. Because if you've got to sell, if you're being transferred and you got to make the move, uh, you need the best advice you can get. And you need somebody on your side that will come in, tell you the truth, tell you what you need to do, what to expect, and then you can plan accordingly. And that's what I promise to do to the best of my ability. Am I right all the time? No, ask my wife. She knows I'm not right all the time, but I'm right the majority of the time. I'm a survivor. This is my, as I said, uh, 32 years Fighting these battles, I've seen 
I lived through the crash of 2008. Now, I had that pit in my stomach. You ever get that pit in your stomach when something's not right? Yeah, well, I had that pit in my stomach in 2008. And I'll be honest with you, I've got that pit in my stomach right now for a lot of you folks. But that is not to stop me from going out and giving the best professional advice I possibly can. And that's what I'll do. Can't guarantee it's 100% accurate. I guarantee it's 100% what I believe is true. So you all have a great uh, Thanksgiving week. Enjoy your families. Uh, and go ahead and overeat like I will because I'm really good at it. And I hope you have a, a very happy and safe holiday season. Uh, my name is Fritz Fister. I appreciate you sharing your time with me. And we have to say, God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers. God bless America. And above all, God bless our troops serving around the world during this holiday season. God bless you all. Make it a great week.